Welcome to the Family Life Christian Fellowship Podcast. Become a light today. Featuring Pastors Larry and Yvonne Clark. This message will teach, empower, encourage, and even challenge you in your walk with the Lord. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit familylifeonline.org. And now, here's this week's speaker. Where there's no vision, the people perish. So we have a vision for 2017 that the Lord is increasing us more and more. Can you say that with me? The Lord is increasing us more and more. Hallelujah. Now, if we go to the back of the sheet, you have them. And it talks about, it's our confession of increase. So we want to declare that confession this morning. Hallelujah. I, I tell you what you will do today. You just re, you repeat it after me. Say, th- say this, today is my day of increase. The spirit of increase is upon me. And within me. The Lord is increasing my children. And me. More and more. Supernatural financial breakthroughs are taking place right now. I am increasing, enlarging, and multiplying. I am becoming increased-minded. God's original intent was for me to increase. The blessing of the Lord makes me rich. He adds no sorrow to it. I am increasing. Say it again. I am increasing. One more time. I am increasing. In every area of my life. Spirit, soul, and body, and financially. Everything I set my hands to do. We're going to say it again. Everything I set my hands to do is increasing. All bills are paid. All debts are removed. I have much left over. I am believe I believe I am increasing through supernatural wealth transfer. It is coming to me. It is coming on me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Now we're we are saying this, and there's going to come a time when we say it that it's going to hit the mark. Right now we're practicing. Hallelujah. See? Somebody talked about, well, you know, I don't know about confessing this. But you wouldn't say that if you were in a police academy and you pulled out your revolver for the first revolver for the first time and you aimed at a target. How many think that you would hit the mark the first time? Second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, sixth time. Hallelujah. Maybe somewhere around I mean, I'm talking about being a marksman. <laughs> that you're gonna hit the bullseye every time. And your bullet is gonna hit where the other bullet hit the bullseye. It's going to take time, right? It's going to take practice. It's going to take effort. But that's what confessions is. Confessions is you on that police court 
knowing that you have a revival, and knowing one day your life is going to be on a line where you're going to pull the trigger and not miss the mark. You get it? So when I do my confessions, I am speaking and I'm practicing so that when I speak the word, when I need to speak the word, it's going to come out. It's going to hit the target. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You see it? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we're making this con- uh, confession as a congregation, but it, it had, I can, I can ha- see how we, we're saying it. It had to hit the mark. <laughs> we haven't yet hit the bullseye, but we're getting there. Hallelujah. <laughs> If we don't get anything out, I just believe I heard the Lord say, we're getting there, amen, hallelujah. So don't stop confessing, y'all. Don't stop saying those things. Don't stop letting that good word come out of your mouth, hallelujah. But praise God, you're practicing and practicing, and bam, one day you're going to hit the mark, hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God, amen, praise God. You take a stand on debt one day, bless God, it's going to go in the name of Jesus. Well, I said it five times, I said it t- keep on, hallelujah, keep on. Hallelujah. It's going to happen. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, you know, I, you know, I had this pain in my body, and I've been saying that by stripes I'm healed. Praise God. Well, bless God. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. It's already done. You keep saying it. So, bless God, you're, gonna, you're hitting that mark, and you're getting closer every time. Hallelujah. The devil don't want you to hit it. He tried to discourage you. You're never going to be a marksman. You're never going to be there. Yeah, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because you're made in God's image and likeness. Amen. 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 Faith pleases him. (laughs) One thing you want to do, please your father. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we've been looking at living a life of increase. And the scripture that we've been using is John 10.10. The thief cometh only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life, enjoy life, and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I, I, I like that in the Amplified, and I know probably said it before, but it's, it's becoming more of a, of a reality. I'm hitting the mark. I'm beginning to find out that this life that we have, This life that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ paid for, shed his blood, shed his life on that cross 2,000 years ago, said we might have it. And I'm realizing it's not something that I'm going to get when I go to heaven. It is something for me to have right now and to enjoy. Say this, God wants me to enjoy life. Say it again. God wants me to enjoy life. God created Adam and Eve to enjoy life. Man, wouldn't you enjoy life being in the garden of Eden? And man, all that beautiful fruit, and you didn't have to work for it? Wouldn't that be good? (laughs) I said, wouldn't that be good? Oh, y'all like to work, don't you? (laughs) I said, wouldn't that be good? (laughs) <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey. And everything's right there. He put it there. I mean, this is not a fairy tale. This actually happened and is actually the way God wants it to be. Now, you've got to get the picture of it. 
we got to see this thing. God wants us to enjoy life. Say it again. God wants us to enjoy life. Look at somebody and say, God wants me. God wants me. Or God wants you, God wants you. To, enjoy life. to enjoy life. Hallelujah. Now, we know when Adam messed up, his life changed. And he stopped. Right off the bat, it changed drastically. Because the first thing that came out of his mouth was, I was afraid. Now, how many people know if you're walking in fear, you're not enjoying life? Can everybody say amen to that? Amen. I said, if we're walking in fear, we can't enjoy life. Amen. How can you walk? I mean, you're walking in fear. You know you will walk down that dark road and little shadows coming out you. <laughs> were you enjoying that walk? No. No. <laughs> when you're afraid that you might not have enough money to pay the bills, are you enjoying life? Amen. When you're afraid the pain in your body might be cancer, are you enjoying life? No, no you're not enjoying life. But God wants me to do what? Oh, come on, we're, getting, we're hitting that mark. God wants me to do what? Enjoy life. I said, God wants me to do what? Enjoy life. Yes, he does. So if we're not enjoying life, it's not because God doesn't want us to enjoy life. He wants it. He wants us to enjoy life and have it to the full. Until it's just running over until there's life for others. And this this life, we were talking about this on Wednesday night. I mean, we, we all should have been there. And I know some we work and have things. But the Lord shared something about salvation. And salvation is not God, Jesus on a helicopter, dangling by a rope, and you in the water. And he's coming to rescue you. That's not salvation. And we've been taught that. Yeah. But salvation is Jesus Christ giving us his life. And that life on the inside of us will help us in any situation that we're going through. See, it's not us praying, God, come down and help me. That's a religious prayer. And we've all prayed it. Lord, I'm in this jam. Come help me. No, 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 no. No, he's not up there. Where is he? He's in here. That's what salvation is. He said, I come that you might have what? Life. So what do you have on the side of you? Life. See? Amen. Now, whatever the situation is, all we do is get, Lord, I thank you for this life. You're inside of me. Life is in me now. And I can walk out of any situation. I can cause anything to, anything that I want good to happen. Right. Now, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting off. Uh, I'm not getting off. I'm getting where, where God wants to take us. We're, we're talking about joy. But I, I, I want you to see something. If you turn to Matthew chapter tw uh, 12. I think it's 12. Turn to Matthew chapter 12. Somebody say life. 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 Hallelujah. Say this, I'm going to enjoy life. You got to make up your mind, I'm going to enjoy life. And he gave me this life to enjoy. See, you can say it. <laughs> yeah. Say this, I have his life. How many people know that? Did, do you think when Jesus walked this earth, he enjoyed life? Yeah. How, about you, how about when he was on the cross? 
Think he enjoyed being on the cross? Remember he was in the garden? He said, if it was possible, let this cup pass. I don't think anybody enjoyed going on the cross, would you? I mean, I, I, I said when I watch a passion, I only watched it one time. And every time they stuck that nail, hammer that nail in his, in his arm, he went like that. God. But he did it for me. Amen. That the life that he had, we could not have it. But the Bible does say, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. See that? So even though he might not enjoy the moment, he still had joy. Because that, that's what we have to get. Even though he didn't enjoy the moment, he still had joy. So we can see joy is more than a feeling. You know what Jesus was doing on that cross? He was quoting Psalm 22. And it got to the end, so it is finished. That's what he's quoting. He was quoting a psalm. So even though he was agonizing pain, joy was manifesting in him. Joy comes from the word. See? So what do you do when you get in a situation and they're not joyful? What do we do? We get some word. Uh, Pastor, I, I don't feel like it. No, that's because we're measuring things by another system. But what system are we in? Come on, what system are we in? Kingdom of God. Are you in France? You better not be using metro system to bake your cake. I like that analogy. You like that analogy? That <laughs> was good. That was good. I thought it was good anyway. <laughs> I'm not in France, so I'm not going to use a metric system to bake a cake, to weigh myself especially, or to drive my vehicle. You ever see on, the, on, your, on, your, on the odometer, there's uh, your English system and there's the kilometers? All right. Well, bless God, hopefully we're using the right ones because you get stopped. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> go, go, go into that. Hallelujah. All right. So we have to we have to measure our joy. By the system that we're in. The world system says when things go wrong, then we boo hoo hoo hoo. Isn't that what the, that's the world system. But in the kingdom of God system says when things go up wrong, count on all joy. Well, how do I begin to do that? See, how do I count on all joy? When there's pain and there's sorrow in my life and there's grief, how do I count it all joy? Well, I get something that has joy in it. That's the word of God. It's power packed with joy. It has vitamin C in it. <laughs> it has uh, iron. <laughs> Glory to God. It has potassium in it. <laughs> All that. It, because, see, your life. Your life, your life, your physical life, your physical life is made up of all the nutrients and the proteins and, and all those things. And so we need that. So therefore, we eat food that has it in there because we need to replenish the life. Right. Amen. So what do we do when we're going through stressful times and we need because in our spiritual life, there's there's joy and there's peace and there's hope. Amen. Glory. And there's long suffering and there's patience. And, and you know, I hear people, somebody say, well, I need some patience. No, you don't need patience. Patience is in you. You got to develop it. 
Well, how did I develop? I, I needed some vitamins. <laughs> and where's the, the vitamins is in the word of God. And so I take the little word, and we call them, uh, we talk about Brother Terry, we take some gospels. <laughs> Hallelujah. Huh? I mean, I mean we're, we're just relating this. How many take vitamins? You, any, what, are you, what are you taking them for? It's to replenish the life that's in you, right? So why is it any different in the spiritual life? You have a spiritual life that has, again, the wisdom of God, the peace of God. And so the word of God has all the vitamins, all the wisdom that you need, all the peace that you need, all the joy that you need. And then we're going around saying, well, I don't have joy and things are going wrong in my life. But you're not taking your vitamins. You're not taking the vitamins. Where are the vitamins? In the word, right? Now, the first day I started taking, I think I was, I was saying this last night, the first time I took vitamins, I'm just going all over this. You, you my, the first uh, time, um, Yvonne said, you need to take vitamins. So we got these vitamins, and I took them the first time, and I, as soon as I drank it, oh, <laughs> I feel good, I feel good. <laughs> now, if vitamins do that the first day, you got some good vitamins. Huh? <laughs> but what usually happens? It's going to take some time. Even if you take medication. You know, the, the, the blood pressure medication. Well, they do kick in faster, but some, some medication, the doctor give at least how long? Ten, ten days, a couple weeks before it starts to get the effect. Well, how do we think we can read the word of God one day and say nothing happening? When the doctor tells you, but do you stop medication? I said, just keep on. Sometimes you got to adjust and change it too much. Too. But you know, you know the idea we're talking about. You're going to keep taking the medication until what? Kicks in. Well, why don't we do that with the word? I don't feel a change. It's not helping me. Well, how do you know? It is. See? Same thing. Same thing. Diligent. Praise God. Diligent. We don't want to die. <laughs> the doctor said, take those pills. You're going to figure out a way to take them. Amen. I had mine in the, blood, in the cabinet, so I took them out and put them in the bed stand. So I knew the night before I go to bed, take the, take the medicine. So the doctor said, if you don't take it, you're going to die. So what did I do with the medicine? Put it right there. What do you do with your medicine? And you make sure you take Every day, right? Right? Yeah. We don't have any, well, I better not go there. <laughs> I won't go there, Lord. <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, man, everybody, did you get, did you get uh, Matthew? Yes. I didn't get it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew 12, let's, let's go there. Matthew, are you getting anything today? Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, we're going to take some, we're going to take our medicine. Hopefully you're not just taking medicine when you're here at church. You listen to me for a few minutes. You're taking that medicine every day. Glory to God. Amen. What you say? Coming off all medication. Amen. So how are we going to do that? We're going to medicate. We're going to medicate on the word. It's called meditation. Right? We're going to meditate, not medicate. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
All right, you got 12? Let's go down to 31. All right. So this light that's in us, that Jesus came that we might have, and that we do have it now, this life is called salvation. And God put this life in us so that the life that's in us will begin to work. The life in us will begin to take over. The life that's in us will bring the healing. The life that's in us will bring the deliverance. See, the life said you've already been delivered. That's what it means. He's in you. And now that life is increasing to the place it's overcoming, it's overwhelming. Okay? Remember the, we, in that other uh, paper that we had? The life is increasing, it's overwhelming, it's overcoming. It's supplanting. It's subduing. Where? Inside of us. Not from heaven. See? Not from heaven. Up there, but from heaven in here. You get it? So we're not praying to God up there. We're praying. And prayer does not mean just begging God. Prayer is this communication with God, and you get to a place where you release your prayer into the open. It's called decreeing. So when you say something out of your mouth because you've been practicing, then when you say it out of your mouth, bam, you're decreeing something. It's still prayer. I decree that I'm coming off all medication in the name of Jesus. Well, I, I can't lie about that. You didn't say you were off. I'm coming off, right, in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare, praise God, that by his stripes, I, mean, I declare I'm healed. I decree and I declare. That I have authority over principalities and powers, dominion and might. I decree and declare that I'm free. I am not afraid. I, I'm not afraid. What are you doing? You're praying. Are you praying to God up there? No, you're praying out. Then it's time to pray out. Declare. Say something. You're telling yourself. You're telling your body. Line up. Glory to God. Line up. It's not going to be this way. Body, you ain't going to be sick. Now we got we to decree and declare, well, how about if I get sick and die? Well, you get sick and die. Bless God. At least you're going to learn how to enjoy life while you have it. There's some people, they, they know they got cancer, going to die. They make a bucket list, and they start doing everything that they, you know, they enjoy. A few months they have left. Right? So why can't us? We're going to do by speaking out of our mouths and saying God's word. And how you know what it will do in the midst of something's going wrong and you're speaking God's word and you know you only had two months. So they say. Well, bless God, I'm going to enjoy my two months. I'm going to speak God's word out of my mouth because it's going to bring me joy. Who for the joy that's set before him, he knew he's going to die. Jesus knew that he was going to suffer and give up the ghost and go through the pain. But what did he do? Again, he quoted Psalm 22, who for the joy that's set before him. See it? This is what life, this is what you have. This is what we have on the inside of us, life, the life of God. 
the life of God. What would that do? Man, young people, if you only knew, I wish I had known, man, in school, wouldn't that be a test? We can ace it every time. Why? What's working? Life. That don't mean you don't have to study. No, you study, you practice. But do you study a different way? See? And when it comes time to take the test, bless God, you have it. Why? Because life is working. Hallelujah. <laughs> life is working. Life is working inside of us. Amen. It's increasing. Life becomes sharp. Because the instruments that the, your soul area has to get sharpened by that light so they'll flow out with power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I might have to take that gun. Might not be me. Might be the gun. So I have to take the gun to the gunsmith and let him, you know, clean out the barrel and do some sanding on the inside. Because I've been shooting this thing. By now, I'm shooting this thing, and I should, I should be hitting the mark. You ever thought it might be the gun? Get your gun checked out. See? There's nothing wrong with you. You're born again. You have life. Maybe it's a soul. Maybe some emotional things I've got to deal with. I need to get some of those things changed. Those things worked on. He heals the broken heart. It's set liberty to those who are bruised. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Yes. Amen. I, I, you don't mind me just saying this thing the Lord's given me and I'm just sharing with you. Is that okay? Brother was saying last night, you enjoyed the couple's night last night? Yeah. 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 And the brother just had uh, cataract surgery. And he said, man, he said, and one, he had one done. He said, man, this one, everything looks nice. He's looking at the chair. He said, chair's this aurora blue with one eye. Another eye's like faint blue. I don't know, like the blue on the floor. He said, but it's, it's, when I had the cataract surgery, man, everything got clear. He said, you know, my wife, uh, said, you know, we'd be talking someday, and, and, and I said, that's gray. She said, no, it's green. He said, no, it's not, it's gray. She said, it's green. I said, brother, you know, some, some couples will have arguments about that. That's gray. Now it's green. Sleep on the couch. <laughs> I told you I was gray. I, right? But come to find out, he had a problem with his eyes. And when he got it clear, he said, honey, you were right. <laughs> That's green. That's green. Well, see, there was nothing wrong with him, nothing wrong with her, but something wrong with the eye. See, we want to get a hold of that. Nothing wrong with my wife. Nothing wrong with my kids. But what are they looking out of? The soul. What emotional issues are they dealing with? See? You ever thought about that? Nothing wrong with my children. But maybe that tool of their soul, there's something that is not right. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Nothing wrong with me. But there's, there's issues in my soul. That tool, my soul's a tool. Let's take it back to the toolsmith. Lord Jesus, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, leaves beside still waters. He what? He restored my soul. 
Ah, you ever wonder why he put that in there? Because he makes you lie down in green pastures, right? He leads you beside the still waters, right? Wouldn't that be called enjoying life? Right? Isn't that what Psalm 23 says? So is there any time that God's not leading us beside the still waters? All the time. But you might be going through mud. But he said, I'm leading you beside the still waters. Didn't he say that he works all things together for good? But what you're going through right now might not be good. But what did he say? So that means in the midst of all that mess, I need to see what? Good, right? But I can't see it because my soul is telling me in this situation, it's terrible. There's nothing going to change. Is you're going to be in this way for this situation forever. You've been like that since you were five years old. And you, how are you going to change that? I was poor at five, and now I'm you know, 41, and I'm still going to be poor. Right? Right? That's what your soul is saying because that's, that's your soul has developed like that. But he said, somebody say he said. He, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Yeah. So where am I right now? Yeah, and beside the what? But it don't look like that because even those things are not going well, there is green pastures. Oh, hallelujah. I don't care what situation you're going through. In that situation, there are what? Green pastures and what? Still water. Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through, there's what? Green pastures and still waters. If the Lord is your what? Shepherd. Right? Glory to God. It's my soul saying that I, this is all I see in front of me. But when I get my soul renewed, then I say, in that mess, bless God, I see good. Hallelujah. In that problem, I see what? Good. Hallelujah. I don't know what's going on, but in there, I, I'm beside still waters. Glory to God. And green pastures. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is my shepherd. Now, the Lord said, I'm going to do something for you, Larry. I'm going to restore your soul. So not only you, you, you know this by faith, but you can see it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I got to change the lenses on your eyes and open up your ears. Hallelujah. So you can hear and you can see what I see in your life right now. You see mess? That's not what I see. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. Somebody said life. Life. Glory. I'm looking from the inside rather than the outside. You got Matthew 12? <laughs> All righty. Read with me. Amen. And we'll, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, 30, 31, I did? All right, let's make a little adjustment here. Let's go to 33, ready? Read with me. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. What's the tree known by? That's fruit, okay? What's on your tree? Group fruit, right? Because you're born again. You're born of the Spirit. So on your tree, it's good fruit. Say, on my tree, there's good fruit. Hallelujah. All righty. Oh, 34, ready? Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of a heart, the mouth speaketh. I mean, look at you calling snakes. 
<laughs> and I thought Jesus always talked good about people. He said, oh, generation of snakes. How can you be an evil? What was he talking about? There were sinners. There were snakes. That's why he had to, in the garden, I mean, in, in the wilderness, uh, Moses had to put snakes up. Because he came like us. He had to become us. He had to become sin. So he wasn't saying anything wrong. He was just saying, you're, you, you're a generation of snakes. Now, he wouldn't say that to you now. Brother Jimmy, the Lord would not say you're a snake. Amen. Nor would the Lord, if you're born again, see, if you're born again, the Lord wouldn't say you're a sinner saved by grace. He wouldn't say that because that's not what you're not. That's not what you are. You're born again. If you have problem with alcohol, the world will say you're an alcoholic. But if you're born again and you still have problems with alcohol, that's not what Jesus will call you. He wouldn't call you alcoholic. He will say that you're cleansed. You're washed. You're born again. You are a saint. See, what kingdom are you operating under? What system? Well, the world, the system says you're, you're drunk, an alcoholic. But if you're in the kingdom of God's system, God's called you a saint. Now, if you say that long enough, say it out of your mouth, you, your outward appearance will change like what's on the inside. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for alcoholic anonymous because it keeps people who are not born again, keep them in check sometimes, a lot of times. Program is good. But it's not for you born again. Now, you can go there until you get the word. I'm not saying not go there. Go there until you get the word. If you know somebody had dealing with alcoholic problems and they start going to AA, say, oh, good, 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 good. Because they're trying to do something, right? That could be God. But there's a higher level. There's life. Because alcoholic, alcohol anomaly is the first thing to say, I'm an alcoholic and I always will be an alcoholic. Ooh. Nothing I can do to get out of it. I'm an alcoholic. But that's not what the kingdom of God says. The kingdom of God said when you got born again, you went from alcoholic to what? The saint. Instantly. Now you got to work it out. Soul got to change. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Kyle, that's what your friend needs to know. Your friend needs to know that. Some of our friends need to know that. That may be going to a situation that might be in places where they, you know, are recovering. They come out usually when you go into a place like that, the recovery rate is like how many? 10%? It's not high. They get in there, get clean. They come out, the same thing. 10% make it. Now, I would say those 10% found something different. Sometimes you got you know got to get cleaned out so you can hear Jesus. You come out, you change your lifestyle, you change you know, hey you change who you hang around with. Amen. Hang out with the people who know who they're saints, and they begin to tell you, you're a saint. I remember brother uh, brothers, he was talking, he was a, a homosexual, and he got born again, and he got delivered. He said, but. The pastor put him with some men who were men. And every time he started to go back on that lifestyle, they said, don't do that, you're a man. See, they had to train him and tell him because his soul was still, that was in his soul. 
but in his heart and his spirit was a born-again man. But he, he wanted to go back that way. So they keep talking to him and talking to him. He said, this is not who you are. This is who you are. And take him to the scripture. See right here? See right here? See right here? This is who you are. Until it clicked. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say joy. Boy, this, is, this, is, this stirs up joy on the side of you. Hallelujah. All right. Here we go. Since the old generation of snakes, how can ye being evil, see they were evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Can you say it with me? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. This is the system. No matter what system you're in, France or England, if you're going to measure flour to bake a cake, whether it's in the English system or the metric system, you're still going to use a container to hold the flour. Isn't that right? Yes. Whether it's a cup or it's a um, liter, or let's use quart. Whether it's a quart or it's a liter bottle, you're still going to get that milk in a container. Isn't that right? Well, whether you're in the kingdom of God system or you in the world system, you're still going to measure something by what you say out of your mouth. It will never change. The system will stay the same. But how you operate in that system. You get it? Nothing happens with the tools. You go to the gym and the weight, it's going to be an English system or the metric system. It's still going to be heavy. <laughs> right? Isn't that right? <laughs> it's going to be heavy. Right? Still going to be heavy. Look at, look, look at it again. An evil man out of evil, uh, for out of the abundance of the heart, what speaks? The mouth. So whatever in your heart in abundance will come out in your mouth. Now he's telling them, you're snakes and your heart is evil. That's why they couldn't keep the law. Because their heart was evil. And evil kept coming out. Because that's not you. Hallelujah. You're not under the law. All right, last scripture. Read verse 35. Now, everybody got, in order to, go, when you go to the store, get some milk, you're going to get it in a what? Container, right? If you're in France, it's going to be a liter. If you're in the United States, now they're trying to change over. They're trying to get all the, you know, everybody to follow the same system because that's the system they use in science. We use the metric system in science. So eventually they want, you go to the gas pump, you won't be using gallons, you'll get it in liters. That's what they would like to do. Amen. But you're still going to use something to measure. Your mouth, listen, your mouth is the measuring tool. Okay? To bring forth what? What are you going to bring forth out of your mouth? Good or Well, yeah, if you're born again, but you're either going to bring forth what? Well, let's read it. Let's read it. Read first. Everybody read 35. Everybody understand? The mouth is the tool that's going to collect. All right? Got it. All right? All right. Now, 
35, read. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things, and an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth evil things. Now, who brings forth stuff? God? God? Come on. Are you reading it? Who brings forth the good or the evil? The man, right? How does he... Now again, you go to the store, get the milk. Or you go to, right to the source, the cow. Are you going to milk the cow? You better have a what under the cow? A bucket, right? You go into the cow, milk's good. You go over to, you're working in a sewer, a cesspool man. You're going to have a truck. We used to have a truck back in the day. And the cesspool man is going to go to the cesspool, and he's going to get what? Poop. Is that good? No. But he's still going to use a what? Container, right? So if you want good milk, you're going to bring your what? Container, whether, and you're going to get the what? Milk. It's good. Over here, the cesspool man, you're going to get what? Poop. Isn't that, that's the way it is. That's how it operates. So, a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart. Now, what makes your heart good? John 10.10. 10. I've come that you might have life is what? Good. God's life is what? Good. The devil, on the other hand, he wants you to be the cesspool man. What did he have? Poop. <laughs> right? Poop. Yeah, you got to make the decision. Do I want the milk or do I want the poop? But it's your mouth that's going to do what? Bring it forth. It's going to come out of the pool. Milk or cesspool. Your heart. God did something because we were going to the cesspool thinking it's good. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hallelujah. God said, no, I sent Jesus. You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And what happened? Life came in you. Joy is in you. Come on now. Peace is in you. Come on now. Long-suffering is in you. Patience is in you. Temperance is in you. Nine fruits of the Spirit. They're what? In you. Love is where? In me. And what happens? It's in you. So now, what, what do we have to do? Bring it forth. Amen. Bring it forth. How do I increase the joy? Life is in me. Speak life. Speak it. Hallelujah. Let's read 36 and we'll end. On 37. Ready? Read. But I say unto you that every idle word the men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. How many people want to see good stuff? Where is that good stuff? 
It's in the word, but where, where else is it? In me. Life is in me. See, I, I mean, this, this stuff is, this stuff, but this is revolution. It's, it's changing me. I'm, I'm seeing something I never really saw before. I know about life, but, oh, but life is in me. How do I bring forth that life out here? I use the container. And that's God's word. I speak the word out of my mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us, don't raise your hand, is believing God for healing? How's it going to come? Is God going to come down out of the sky and heal you? Or is life filled with health? And so we're going to go to the cow every day. Shh. 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 Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Now you're going to the no more. Shh. What do you mean? Every time some devil wants me to say some dumb stuff, no, Holy Ghost is there. That's poop. <laughs> the Holy Ghost said. Larry, that's poop. No, no, no. I just, I just feel I need to say this. <laughs> Larry, that's poop. Because you be saying that. I, I, I believe I just got to tell my wife this. That Larry, that's poop. And you can say that if you want to. It's poop. What do you want? You want poop? Or you want milk? <laughs> Come to the cow. <laughs> Come on, let's stand to our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you today. Well, well let, let's just declare out of our mouth. Praise God. Say, Lord, I thank you. I will come to the cow. In my heart is life. Abundant life. In my heart, you live in me. So I thank you, Father, right now. I'm going to, by the power of the Holy Spirit, speak words of life. I will speak words of joy. Words of joy will come out of my, will come out of my mouth to bring increase in my life. I am a good man. And out, of the abundance of my heart, and out of the abundance of my heart, my mouth will speak. My mouth will speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Thank, you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank Glory to God. I see you now filling up, filling up, filling up. What, again, your confessions. You're going to, the, you're going to the, the river, to the water, and you're bringing up some of that good stuff, and you deposit it in, the, in your heart part, in your soul part. And you're, you're putting it into your mind, and you're putting it into your thinking. You change your thinking because your thinking been had all this stuff that came from the cesspool. Somebody that told you you wasn't good. You're not going to have them. You're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. And it's all up in that soul. Glory to God. And you've been drinking from it. You've been speaking it out of your mouth. Glory to God. But the day it changes in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because I found out that on the inside of me, bless God, there ain't no cesspool. That's from the outside. Glory to God. But I found out my container can pump 
drunk from the living well, hallelujah. He said, out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water, hallelujah. I made up my mind today, bless God, what God called me to do. It's going to be fulfilled. It's going to be done, hallelujah, because I'm going to drink out of this pool only, hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. I'm tired of cesspool, glory to God, hallelujah. There's something on the inside of me. It's called life, hallelujah. I want to drink out of that, hallelujah. Any man thirsts, let him come and drink. For out of his belly, out of him shall be in a well of water that springs up unto everlasting life, hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to drink from that pool, hallelujah. Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise today. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the Become a Light Today podcast. Family Life Christian Fellowship services are every Sunday at 11 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Call area code 856-430-6365 or visit us online today at familylifeonline.org for more information.